0: Sri Vishnu Sahasranama, name eight hundred and ninety-five Lok Adishthana, the support of all the worlds. So Adishthana, this gives the idea. The Adish adhis, means the the support. Adhi as a prefix means principal, chief, supreme. Loka in this context is understood to mean all the worlds. So lok means the principal support for all the worlds. Sri Parasha Bhata explains this name as he has done in last so many names, with respect to the Supreme Lord facilitating the arrival of the soul becoming liberated from the material world, His the arrival of the soul in Vaikuntha. And now Parashara Bhatta is explaining the current series of names in terms of the liberated souls who have reached Vaikuntha. And that world, the Vaikuntha world, here Parashabhata takes loka specifically to, to mean the Vaikuntha world. So he is the support of that world. He is not only the chief person in that world, but he also supports the Vaikuntha world and everything within it. Srila Bhushan, who has largely been following Sri Parasha Bhata in explaining the present series of names, say that he is named Loka Adishtana because he is eternally the shelter here, Adishthan he takes to mean shelter of devotees. Here he takes devotees, though here he takes Loka to mean devotees. So it's very similar to what Parasha Bhakta says, uh, but it's somewhat different also. That Balde Vidya Bhushan says he is the final resting place and abode for those who have reached the end of their journey, which is back home, back to Godhead, back to him. And Parasha says that he, Vishnu, is the support of the world that the liberated souls reach to. Vivi Ramanujan, a sub commentator on Parashabhata's commentary, uh, refers in this regard to tiruvai That uh, he, Vishnu, gives mundane prosperity to devotees who may want that. Then he takes us, the devotees, to Vaikuntha and says, this is your abode, take it. Then we become as if on the platform of completely welcome, as if we are owners, as if we completely belong there in Vaikuntha. Shankaracharya gives the understanding of the three worlds, the material world, rest in him Although he himself needs no support. Radha Krishna Shastri, who is a sub commentator on Shankara, notes that Vishnu is the support of these worlds. And of course, Shankara doesn't believe or doesn't, in his philosophy, teach about the Vaikuntha worlds as being eternal worlds. But Radha Krishna Shastri notes that for the material worlds, Vishnu in the forms of Kurma, Varaha, and Adi Shesha supports the world in the form of Kurma, the tortoise. We we find in the ancient iconography, and still at the Sri Krishna Temple in Udupi, the uh, (coughs) depiction of the universe, and it's supported by Kurma Dev, the tortoise. Now, many uh, traditions throughout the world have this understanding. The world is supported by turtles or tortoises. They don't understand that it's Vishnu. Uh, There's some kind of a sarcastic joke by skeptics. Well, who's holding up the tortoise? Well, another tortoise. And who's holding up that tortoise? Another tortoise. And what's below that? Well, it's turtles all the way down. No. no. He himself is the ultimate support. He doesn't need anyone to support himself. Under the aphorism, Hmm. Vedanta Sutra 1310, Om Aksharam Anvarantadhute. Madhvacharya equates the subject, subject, the the, Madhvacharya takes Akshara here to mean Narayana. Perfectly justified. And by supplying Shastric evidence, Madhvacharya shows that all the worlds are supported by Mahalakshmi and that Sri Vishnu is the ultimate and final support for her. Madhvacharya elsewhere quotes from Skanda Purana prithvidyādi prakṛtaṁ taṁ bhūtaṁ bhavyam bhavaccyat viṣṇor eko vibhūtaṁ nānyas tasmat kṣamoditau <clears throat> from the earth from this earth planet from this mundane material nature Considering and then going up above that, considering the spiritual nature, the conscious nature, up to the supreme supreme mahalakshmi. The support is given only by Vishnu and no one else is capable of capable of doing that work. In this regard, we can quote from Bhagavad Gita Aparayam, aparayam prakriting vidhime param. Jiva Bhutang Mahabaho Yayedam Dharyate Jagat Krishna here contrasting the spiritual nature with the mundane material nature says it's this spiritual nature that maintains all the worlds that is superior to the mundane. It's not that it's not that the mon, the matter itself uh, sustains the world, but the matter is sustained by spirit in the form of all the jivas, and all the that is Krishna's superior energy compared to the material energy. But even though the jivas, in one sense, support the world because it, it is because of this. Because of the jivas that this world this mundane world exists. So they support the jagat, the mundane world, but Krishna supports them. A reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Kanto 3, Chapter 12. Yama Uvacha, Paro Madanya shascha Otang Protang Patavadyatra Yad Ankshato Syastiti Janmana Sha. Srila Prabhupada's translation Yamaraj speaking to the Yamadutas My dear servants, you have accepted me as this supreme but factually I am not Above me and above all the demigods all the other demigods including Indra and Chandra is one supreme master and controller The partial manifestations of his personality are Brahma, Vishnu and Shiva who are in charge of the creation, maintenance and annihilation of this universe. He is like the two threads that form the length and breadth of a woven cloth. The entire world is controlled by him just as a bull is controlled by a rope in its nose. Here we have the otavad, which gives the uh, otang Protam. This is a common uh, statement, we'll find in Bhagavatam and elsewhere, that the Supreme Lord, <coughs> Vishnu, is like the two threads that form the length the, the, and breadth of a woven cloth. If we see woven cloth, uh, the, the, some cloths are going this way and some that way, and they, they, they intertwine to make a strong cloth. So the, the Supreme Lord is the support of all the worlds, Otham Protham, uh, in as much as he is uh, intricately linked with everything, and another way, he is the material cause, in as much as he supplies all the ingredients for the material universes, uh, and they are non different from him, in as much as they emanate from him, are maintained by him, and ultimately enter into him. Then another example that Yamaraj gives that the entire world is controlled by him just as a bull is controlled by a rope in its nose. Another common example. So, in two ways, he supports the universe. We, we're going through the, the name Lokadishthanam, how he's Vishnu is the support of the universe. He's the support of the universe in as much as the materials of the universe are emanating from him, supported and maintained by him, and in one sense are non-different from him. And he controls everything, even though the mighty material nature may be very difficult to control, but one who is expert can control a raging bull, if he knows how to, by controlling the rope in the nose of the bull. In the purport of this verse, Srila Prabhupada quotes from Srila Madhvacharya. Srila Madhvacharya explains that the words otam protam refer to the cause of all causes. The Supreme Lord is both vertical and horizontal to the cosmic manifestation. This is confirmed by the following verse from the Skanda Purana Yata Kanta Patha Sutra Otaf. Like the two threads, horizontal and vertical, of which a quilt is manufactured, Lord Vishnu is situated as the vertical and horizontal cause of the cosmic manifestation. More Ota Prota verses we can find in the Bhagavatam. Here's another one from Canto 10, chapter 15, text 35, in which Sugareva Goswami addresses Parikshit Maharaj regarding Balaram's killing of the terrible demon Denaka, Denuka. Naichat Chitrang Bhagavati Hyanante Jagadīśvare Otaṅprota-midam yasmins tantus vanga yata pataha my dear Parikshit, that Lord Balaram killed Deenu is not such a wonderful thing, considering that he is the unlimited personality of Godhead, the controller of the entire universe. Indeed, the entire cosmos rests upon him just as a woven cloth, rests upon its own horizontal and vertical threads." <clears throat> Everything rests upon him. Mm. Mai sutre manigana iva. Krishna says, there is no truth superior to me. Nothing is equal to me, nothing superior to me. Everything rests upon me as pearls are strung on a thread. So the pearls on a thread. We don't see the thread, but the thread is absolutely absolutely required for the pearls to remain in their place. So in the same way, we may not see God, but we understand he must be there. Otherwise, how can everything be held together? We find at the end of the 10th chapter of Gita, after Krishna describes so many wonderful things within the material manifestation which are indicative of him, representatives of him, his vibhūtis is the technical term. Krishna says, atavā kimgyātena tavarjuna stito jagat What need is there, Arjuna, of all this detailed knowledge with a single, because with a single fragment of myself, I pervade and support This entire universe. If we think about this, we think the scientists are trying to find out there's so much knowledge of all the details of how everything goes on, but they can just consider this one verse from Bhagavad Gita. We don't need all this detailed knowledge, we'll never understand everything. Even if we think that our scientific knowledge is so much more advanced than it was previously, we're still far, 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 multiply that a few thousand times, from understanding everything. Nor is it possible for us to understand everything about this material world. Simply not possible. But we can simply understand, as Krishna says earlier in this chapter ten. Mata oh, no. Sorry, as Krishna says earlier in this chapter. Uh, what is that? Aham sarvasya prabhavo matas sarvam pravartote. I am the source of everything, Krishna says. Everything comes from me. Okay, understood that? Then, itimatva bhajante buddha bhava Those who know this, those who perfectly know this, this point, we don't have to know all the details, but we can understand Krishna is the source of everything. And then, what is the result of knowing that? They worship Krishna with love, with all their hearts. This is actual intelligence. To try to understand everything and, and think that we now we know so much and therefore know God. It's actually foolishness. What need is there, Arjuna, for all this detailed knowledge with a single fragment of myself? I pervade and support this entire universe. And there are so many references throughout the Bhagavatam how Krishna is the support of everything. Everything depends upon Krishna. It's very good to study Srimad Bhagavatam. You'll find again and again and again in different verses from somewhat different angles and perspectives and in different contexts how Krishna supports everything. He's the support of all the worlds. He's the support of all the devotees. Uh, these points come uh, repeatedly, even here in Vishnu Sahasranam. We had early in Vishnu Sahasranam, dhāta, which can be understood in the same way also, loka dishtanam he is the support, the resting place and the shelter of all the worlds and of all the devotees. Vantā kalpattarūbhyas cākri-pās intubya evita patita-nām pāvadebhyo vaiṣṇavebhyo namo-namah. Dante-nitāya trunakaṁ padiyanipatya kṛdvāca kākuśatam etat aham bravini. He sadhava sakala evi durad garanga-chandra-charane Parivadatu, jano, yata, tata, va, manumokaro, nava, yamaha. Hari rasa, madhiram, madhati, matta, natāma nartama, nirvishama. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama, Rama Rama.